and welcome back to the Go For Two podcast. This is our week 11 preview. I'm Liam, your host, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Patrick. Patrick, we've already lost one game of the week and we're only one game in. How do you feel? <laughs> <laughs> um, why are we trusting the Falcons is a, a big question, but um, <laughs> it was a bit of a stinker of a uh, Thursday night game overall, wasn't it? Yeah, what was it? 25-0. Uh, and I did read yesterday, actually, that since the Browns' first drive, uh, I think the score is like saying, isn't it 70 0 now to the Patriots overall, which is nuts. Yeah, it is, yeah. So yeah, they are firmly uh firmly trying to get themselves into contention. But what are your thoughts on the Falcons? I think Matt Ryan had his worst game or second worst game of the season, probably his worst game last week. So I think their offense looks pretty bad. Yeah, he's got a bad toe, hasn't he? But then so that was not good. I mean the rushing game, obviously Patterson not being there was awful. In Quadre Ollison got nine carries. He's not someone that I was particularly up on before Thursday night football, I've got to be honest with you. But apart from that, just terrible all around from the Falcons. I mean, the last four drives, four interceptions. What more can you say than that? You see, Ryan throws two. Josh Rosen immediately throws an interception. And then so does Felipe Franks. So it's, I don't know, it's just not a good spot there. They've, they've gone from having a good win against the Saints to go back to 500 to then having two absolute abominations in a row, which now they're firmly on the outside looking in, aren't they? But it's crazy that you can't even write them off of the playoffs because the seventh spot is so bad in the NFC that they're not even out of it yet, even with two absolute abominations in a row. They've got the Jags up next which they should win, in theory, anyway. Um, what's the bet that we end up both picking the Falcons next week against the Jags? I think probably likely, yeah, we will. We'll be, we'll be back on it because a week a week will heal everything. <laughs> and then that'll that seems, be it. We'll be back on it. That seems to be the way, the Falcons. But yeah, good win for the Pats. Um, Falcons back to their uh, to the, them old selves. I'm not sure where they're going to go to. As Carl Pitts did look very... Uh, very, very frustrated. But yeah, definitely a good win for the Pats. We both had the Falcons plus six and a half, so we, we've lost that one. So let's forget about Thursday, move on to Sunday, start with the early slate as we always do. Um, I think this is the game that's on Sky, actually. So is it um, Colts at Bills is the first game? Um, Bills at home favoured by seven points, uh, which I thought was a little bit, I kind of, I think it was the right number, but I was still surprised that it was the number. It was, I thought it'd be more like six, six and a half, just because I think the Colts defence has looked good the last few weeks. Uh, and the Bills have obviously had two bad games in the last four four times out. So what were your thoughts when you saw uh, Bills minus seven? Yeah, it immediately just sprung to me that I would go the Colts, to be honest with you, because they're, they're, in, they're either winning well or they're in, if they lose, they're in real close games. Like the last loss was to the Titans by three points and then you know, the Ravens was by less than a touchdown and... And I like the way that the defence is playing. They're kind of rounding out to who we might have thought they were in the summer. Perhaps yeah. not the top five unit that we thought, but they're kind of showing much improved. Like they, they kind of feel like they look faster now than they did at the start of the season, which kind of they were known for on defence last year, like fast linebackers and getting to the ball carrier really quickly. So I like that. I, I do like, obviously... I was critical of Allen earlier in the season. He did bounce back for a few games. I'm still not 
100% sold on the Bills, to be honest. I know they whipped the Jets last week, didn't they? But I don't think that means kind of a great deal. But I think this is a good game. This is a good barometer of um, the Bills, whether they're kind of going to be like challenging for that top seed. Because I think, I think there's a chance that the Colts could actually go in here and win, given the games that the Bills have already lost this season. So I'm happy to take the Colts, plus seven. Yeah, I'm with you, Colts plus seven. Uh, I agree. I think the rushing game of the Colts, something we're not spoke about yet, but I think that's vital to this game. Uh, Taylor's having an incredible season. I think he's on pace now, isn't he, to quite comfortably win the rushing title uh, if he doesn't get injured. Obviously, Naheem Hines is probably third, second or third best backup back in the league. Uh, him and Kareem Hunt, probably two of the best receiving backups uh, in terms of running backs in the league as well. So they've been playing really well. Carson, apart from one left-handed interception, which he has to uh, throw almost monthly, it seems. Uh, apart from that, he played relatively well against the Jags. Um, and I think the Russian attack could help them. So, yeah, I think the Bills probably win the game, but I think the Colts could win the game. So, I think Colts plus seven is a uh, is a good bet. Um, pressure on the Bills, though, isn't there, after the Pats getting that win? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, which is kind of, as an outsider looking in at the AFC, I, that's what I want, like, to be close. So, those games are going to be amazing that are coming up within the next month. They're going to be great spectacles there. Yeah, your favourite division. <laughs> yeah, it's, so, rounding, yeah. it's rounding out, finally. <laughs> it is. And the Dolphins have actually won a game or two now, so it's, things are looking a bit more normal. Uh, cool, let's go on to the next one then. Um, we have Washington football team at the Carolina Panthers. Uh, this is very much a reunion here with the coaching staffs and, and Cam Newton. Panthers are favoured at home by three points, the traditional three-point home favourites. Um, I'm not really sure what to think about this because the offence looked better last week, didn't it? But... It was a bit gadgety. They got a lead early, so PJ Walker didn't have to throw the ball much. Cam Newton came came in on certain downs. He's probably going to start or at least play more snaps this week, um, which I think is fun. It's good, but obviously we saw in New England that his passing range is not incredible. So I'm not quite sure how good the Panthers will look on offense. Both defenses are good on paper. Uh, I think the Panthers arguably probably had a better defensive season than Washington, even though they're both good. Chase Young is obviously out for this one. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, full, fully practiced, so he's back, fully healthy. So I think this is one of the harder games of the week to call, I think. I think that's why the spread is what it is. But uh, I did write down, actually, Washington plus three, just because I'm going to take the points in a game where I think both teams are very, very similar. Yeah, I was going to fade that way as well, to be honest with you, just because both coming off a big win, and the the main point is what you said. The Panthers got to play from the front all game last week against Arizona. I've got absolutely no idea what this offence is going to look like in a close game or playing from behind. So, I really don't know. I think the Washington defence looked much better last week against the Bucks, which is a good sign, obviously. But then now they're without Chase Young, aren't they, for the rest of the season. Yeah. I'm going to have to go for the Washington football team, I think, plus three, just because it feels safer when on the kind of the bounce back week of the hype with the Panthers last week, I'm going to see, I think we may see a little bit of a dip on offense. So I'm just going to play it safe, go with Washington, I think. Do you think the Panthers will start Newton outright? Or do you think he'll come in for certain scenarios again, but maybe a few more? Or do you think he'll just be the true starter this week? No, I think he'll go. It looks like he's going to be the starter, doesn't it? He's had a lot of the snaps I've been reading in practice. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense to put him in. And nice. Yeah. So. 
revenge sure. game against yeah revenge game against Rivera a little bit because they were close friends uh, obviously when he was the coach but then it apparently ended pretty badly according to Newton so we'll uh, we'll see how that goes um, both of us taking underdogs so far which I like uh, next game uh, we have Ravens at the Bears uh, Ravens coming off that terrible loss to the Dolphins obviously the Ravens are favoured by five point five on the road. And I think if they win against the Dolphins, for me, this is a seven, seven and a half line. I just think the result against the Dolphins has definitely hurt some people's confidence in betting them. Uh, Lamar Jackson still looks pretty good. The offensive coordinator really called a bad game, uh, Greg Roman in that one. Uh, the defense has not been good all season. Uh, I work with a Ravens fan and he was also tells me every week about blown coverages and that that big play at the end of the game was another blown coverage where the safety didn't track the, the receiver coming out the backfield. Uh, and it resulted in them obviously scoring that that touchdown at the end for the Dolphins that, that made them win the game. So it seems like the Ravens' defense is a lot worse than we thought, and the offense is arguably better. Uh, I think Lamar Jackson's proved that he's a 35-plus million-dollar quarterback, but I'm not quite sure that the uh, the defense is is very good. Fields looks pretty good against the Steelers coming off a bye, um, but I do think the Ravens are going to be too too good for the Bears. I think in this one. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, you look at the Ravens. It. The last four games, they've had two terrible losses and two yeah. really good wins against the Chargers and the Vikings. So it's kind of, are they going to kind of play this the rest of the season? Because they've had a quite, looking over the season as a whole, they've had a real strange one. Obviously, they beat the Chiefs, but then they only squeaked by the Lions kind of a week yeah. later and they got beat by the Raiders. And So, yeah, I'm not quite sure that they're, well, I'm not sure overall that there's an elite team in the AFC, but I'm not sure it's going to be the Ravens. But I don't trust the Bears at all. I don't trust the head coach to have found something to do with. He did look better. That was his best game, wasn't it, on Monday Night Football against the Steelers the other week. That was his best game. But I don't trust overall that they're going to have come up with more plays for him. So I've got I've got to take the Ravens, even though I'd I'd love to see um, Fields and Lamar real duke it out, and obviously they let Lamar be Lamar, don't they? But at, at the moment, Justin Fields is kind of just having to play within himself, and then against the Steelers, he kind of broke out a little bit, and it was much more exciting, and they actually looked better overall in offense. But I can't trust that Nagy is going to do that, so I have to just take the Ravens. The point. Yeah, Nagy is like the Falcons, untrustworthy, uh, unfortunately. But yeah, both of us going with uh, going Ravens, minus five and a half. I'm glad it's under two field goals because I could see them getting uh, Justin Tucker uh, a few field goals in this game to, to ice it. Um, next one then, much bigger spread, uh, another AFC North team. So we've got the Lions at the Browns. Uh, the Browns are favoured by ten and a half uh, in, the bookie, in the bookie that we use. So quite a lot. Um, I know obviously Baker has his shoulder injury that is constantly seeming to plague him. Uh, obviously left last week's game. The Browns, another teammate, really not trustworthy for me. Defence, similar to the Ravens, if you're not arguably worse, but the defence is very talented on paper, but they're not getting enough out of the defence. I know a friend of the podcast, Josh, always talks about their defensive coordinator. Apparently he's on the hot seat already. And I can see that just from watching the games, to be honest. But the Lions just came off that game against the Steelers. And now they've got David Blau starting at quarterback, um, which I just don't know if that's good or bad. Uh, so what were your thoughts until 10 and a half? Because I thought it was a little bit much. Yeah, that's absolutely horrible, to be honest with you. But <laughs> but is Blau going to be any worse than what kind of 
Goff has been. Goff in the first month was actually okay, wasn't he? He was like yeah. edgy, edging up to being average or okay. <laughs> but now, in the last month, he's not been good at all. So David Blau coming in. Oh, I just don't want to get on this. I'm on the line. I'm trusting the Lions again. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, Lions, Lions soon, soon as you're ready out, I thought, you know what? I'm having a bit of that. But actually, do you know what? I'm not. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Browns just because of David Blau starting. I just <laughs> I've seen him a few times before, and he is he's looked a serviceable ish quarterback. He's a, he's a bit of a runner, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, which can kind of open it up, can't it, a little bit for your offense? But I just don't trust them overall. I am gonna go the Browns. I think the Browns need a kind of big bounce back. I mean, the Browns overall, not just talking about the spread, have to have this game because their schedule is like murderer's row coming up yes. now for the last six games. So they have to have this game. So I'm going to go Browns with points. Yeah, similar to the Ravens, actually, for different reasons. Browns need to win to, to stay in the playoff hunt. Ravens want to win to try and win the division and, and try and get the one seed if they can. But both of them have got like the second and third hardest schedules left. Uh, obviously, they play each other twice. So that does impact it. But yeah, I agree. The Browns have to win this game. Uh, I'm going to go Lions plus ten and a half because we all seem to, one of us always seems to get the Lions games completely wrong. So I'm just going to pray that uh, it's me that gets it right this time. So I'm going to go Lions plus ten and a half. I'm going to be a David Blau fan for the afternoon, which, like you say every week, by about six fifteen, regret <laughs> that regret that choice quite dramatically. But we'll see. By the way, there's nine early games this week, so this could be a game that we quickly forget about uh, if the score's like fourteen nil in the in the first quarter. So we shall see. Uh, next game then this spread actually surprised me a little bit as well I thought it was a bit short so we had 49ers at the Jags Jags have looked pretty terrible uh, in three of the last five weeks uh, the spread here is 49ers favoured by five and a half on the road I know the 49ers haven't been great but a huge win against the Rams uh, Jimmy G relatively good relatively safe uh, defence is improving a little bit pass rush was a little bit better in that game I know the cornerbacks still aren't great but pass rush was quite good Urban Meyer and the Jags have just been Urban Meyer and the Jags, haven't they? I think the offense. Uh, you're you're more of a Trevor Lawrence fan than me in college, and uh, I think it's pained you, hasn't it, to watch him play in that type of offense? And I think experts around the league have said the same thing. So, I just worry: can the Jags actually score enough points to keep up with Kyle Shanahan's team, regardless of who plays quarterback for the 49ers? Yeah. So, if this was anybody else but the Jags, I would be thinking <laughs> minus five and a half on the 49ers is a trap because I, that game against the Rams was incredibly strange. I certainly don't think the 49ers are better than the Rams in kind of any way, but the Rams are very weird, as I've spoken about quite a few weeks, actually, on this. But like I said, it is the Jags, and they are particularly horrendous. Every now and again, they turn up, don't they? Like they did yeah, against they did. kind of the Bills, the defensive unit turned up. Then in London, obviously, they won, but... I can't see it this week. Surely the 49ers are just going to be... All Garoppolo has to do is kind of play it safe. Elijah Mitchell gets his touches. Debo Samuel and Kittle gets his touches. For me, that's enough on offence to beat the Jags. Because, yeah, like you said, it does pain me to watch Lawrence (laughs) play on offence. It's quite sad, actually. So it's... uh, Throwing the ball to Agnew. 
15 times a game. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes the ball's hitting feet and things like that. I just think we need to get that guy out of there. So, <laughs> no, I'm going to have to go for 49ers in the points. It's it's too little against Jacksonville, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah, sometimes to save us time during the podcast, I pre-guess some of your picks. And uh, this is one of the few that I thought, right, I'm definitely going to say he's going to say 49ers because there's no way. I think you've picked the Jags twice this season, at least, and they've scorned you both times. So yeah, they have. Yeah, I don't pick them the right weeks, obviously. But <laughs> Yeah, I can't see many people picking the Jags in any sort of pools this week. I think five and a half is right. I think I thought it'd be about seven just because the Rams win and people do get a bit excited on, on primetime wins. So I did think it was going to be seven. So I was shocked to see five and a half. So I'm going to go 49ers as well. Um, Jags offense is just not good enough. Defense has actually been a bit better than I thought. But um, Kyle Shanahan, like you said, with a couple of those weapons, can still, still scheme it up. I'll be interested to see if Trey Sermon actually plays because that has been one of the most weird draft selections in terms of how the season's gone for him. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me, but we'll see if he can he can add some rushing rushing snaps as well. Um, 49ers also desperately need a win. They're still in the playoff hunt, but they don't want to fall back anymore from that from that seven seed. So they they'll be desperate to to beat the Jags on the road. Uh, next game then we've got a divisional matchup here. Uh, Packers at Vikings, my Minnesota Vikings, as some would say. <laughs> Packers <laughs> favoured by one and a half on the road, which I think is fair. Uh, I was shocked it wasn't two and a half, but I guess anything under three is is kind of much of a muchness, really. So uh, what were your thoughts on this one? Did you think the Packers would be favoured on the road? Yeah, I think so. I think that's fair. But I do think that that tells you, even though they're four and five, that people recognise that the Vikings are actually a pretty dependable team, aren't they? Four and five, but they've got a winning record in the division and a winning record in the NFC, which kind of when you're going for the playoffs... It's all that matters, isn't it? As long as you can keep your overall record kind of respectable. They're looking pretty solid to make the playoffs, but oh, they've got to have this game. It's a hard um, schedule for the Vikings as well, isn't it? Hard schedule. Yeah, there. it's really hard schedule. I'm, and I was absolutely shocked, to be honest with you, that this wasn't the Sky game. For me, this is like the game of the week by an absolute mile. I think this is so important then for the Vikings going forward. If they don't have these, it's not like we're talking about covering the spread or whatever. It's like this is a game that the Vikings really they've got to have coming up against. So this week the Packers, next week the 49ers, who currently have the same record as them. Then they got the Lions, which is okay. Steelers, Bears back in the division. Rams, Packers, Bears again. Mate, that it's a hard schedule. Yeah, you can't just kind of give away two games against the Packers, can you? So. And I'm really torn on this because all week I've been thinking, you know what, I really, really like the Vikings <laughs> in this game. But that spread there, minus 1.5, is not a lot, is it? No, it's not. It's tough. I've got the Packers written down. Um, and then I feel guilty for not supporting my Vikings. That I've come to know and love throughout the season. But, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go. See, probably if I go Packers, the Vikings will win, just to spite me. Um, but I think I'm going to go Packers minus one and a half. I'll just go with Aaron Rodgers on the road. He's got a very, very good record against Minnesota, actually. He's got a better record away in the last three seasons than he has at home. Because uh, they spanked them last year when Dalvin Cook had like 200 rush yards in that game. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go Packers minus one and a half. Um, I'll probably still bet on the Vikings to win just out of pure love for the Vikes. But uh, I'll go Packers minus one and a half for the, for the podcast. Nice. So I'm going to chance my arm. I'm going to stick with what I thought was going to happen. And I'm going to go Vikings on the points. I, like it. I do believe that the Vikings, very, very 
well could win this game. So I'm yeah. I'm going to go with that. Think it's a close game regardless, or do you think there is a path where the Packers could go out and and go crazy at the start and Zimmer can be Zimmer and and not pass the ball enough and and get behind, or, or do you think I it'll would, be close regardless? I, I would be absolutely crushed just as a fan of this game and how it settled <laughs> if the Packers came in and blew the doors off them. I would be absolutely fuming, to be honest with you, because in my head I've really built this up. So, but no, I do think it'll be close. I think whatever happens, it's going to be within. A field goal, I think. Does that mean the Packers Vikings are going to get their own screen for you on Sunday on the on Game Pass, or are you going to go Sky and Red Zone? No, no, definitely I will have the Packers probably then on me mobile. Nice, look at that, three screen Patrick. That's what we yeah. love to hear. Um, next game then, this game is much worse, but also a divisional matchup. Uh, Dolphins at Jets. Uh, I don't know what to think about this spread. Uh, I've already made my pick, as you know, I pick them before the pod, but the spread is a bit strange. So Dolphins minus three and a half. Before the season, this spread was Dolphins minus seven and a half. So that <laughs> does show you where the markets moved since before we saw anyone kick a ball, throw a ball, and then up to now. But I looked at it and thought, okay, Jets are terrible, Dolphins will win. Dolphins coming off that huge Ravens win. But then I was like, how many times this season have I been able to trust the Dolphins with any sort of deficit? It's just... It's not been the case. But then we got the brilliant news. Joe Flacco <laughs> starting for the New York Jets. Not Mike White, not Zach Wilson. Even though Zach Wilson had a video on Instagram of him throwing balls with Joe Flacco yesterday, he's still not fit enough to start the game. They're going with Joe Flacco. So for me, that made it easy. Dolphins minus three and a half. I don't care who the Dolphins quarterback is. He's 10 times better than Joe Flacco. So I have to go Dolphins. Yeah, I'm going Dolphins um, minus three and a half as well. I'd go it with Zach Wilson, but... I just can't believe that this, for me, is worrying as a Jets fan that you're going to play Flacco. It's not about winning this game. It's kind of about like developing what else you've got. You know who Joe Flacco is. He's not anyone for the future. It's yeah. like, why are you not playing Zach Wilson? If he's ready to go, play him. He needs to learn. How yeah. to, or you know. or Mike White. Yeah, or why? Yeah, or why? If you know, if you're not sure that Wilson's 100% ready to go, put Mike White back in there. It's like I just don't understand. That worries me. Worries the kind of decisions that you're making there in putting in Joe Flacco. Like people have sat in the room and thought, you know what? Yeah, it's going to be Flacco this week. The guy's been in the NFL over 10 years. He's been finished for about five years. If you listen to me, he's been finished for about nine and a half years. So <laughs> Super Bowl has uh, kept the kept the um, the Joe Flacco revolution going. But yeah, I agree. I was shocked when I saw the news. I thought I know they mentioned something to do with the Dolphins are obviously a very heavy blitz team, which is true. <clears> and they're worried about Mike White not being able to read the blitz. But I'm like, who cares? He'll get experience. At, he'll get experience at reading the blitz. And yes, Zach Wilson, you want to be your QB one, but w- Mike White's so cheap. Why not develop him and make him into a good backup? And you've got two cheap quarterbacks you can build the roster around. You don't need a veteran behind them that's as bad as Flacco for me. But yeah, I think it made my pick easier. I think if it was any of the other two QBs, I might have picked Jets plus three and a half because I think the Dolphins could win by a field goal. But with Flacco, I think this could be a bit of a blowout, uh, to be honest. But we'll see. This could be another one where uh, Jets are like 10 nil up after the first quarter because Flacco's thrown a bomb or something. But uh, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, cool. Two games left then in the early slate. We'll leave your game to last, actually. We'll go Texans at Titans. Another uh, terrible divisional matchup. Uh, Titans are favoured by 10 here. 
I did kind of want nine and a half because the Russian attack and the offense since Henry out has been out has been pretty average. I know they beat the Rams in that game, um, but a lot of it was on the defense, which is great. But you're not necessarily always going to be able to rely on your defense to score you what 14 points a game. Um, but yeah, Texans coming off a bye. Tyrod Taylor will probably start. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one? I thought 10 was about right, but I wanted to see nine and a half. Cause I, I was expecting, okay, eight and a half, nine and a half, I'll bet, bat the Titans, but ended up being the full 10. Yeah, which is all I mean. I mean, I missed the Titans last week just on the horrible decisions that I have to sit here and make it about the spread. <laughs> always, it's always double digits, isn't it, somehow? So, yeah, it's a tough one, that, because I feel like the Titans are going to come into a trap week soon, but I'm just not sure whether I don't know whether I've got that in my head. I just in my head I'm thinking I just don't think the Titans are that good. But yeah, they're still going to be the number one seed, aren't they, and get a buy. So you have to get there. So you yeah. must. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> no, I'm going the Titans. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. I've done. I've done the text. Even though Tyrod's back at QB. They were just not good against the Dolphins. They really let me down that week against Jacoby Brissett, who threw two interceptions in that game. And I just don't understand how the Texans just got nine points. So it's I'm going to have to go make the uh, the Titans and the points in this. Yeah, I'm going Titans as well. Um, I know Julio's on injured reserve, isn't he? Which that trade is not looking as good as what we'd all hoped, unfortunately. Um, obviously, you've got Henry and him both on on IR now. So I think the offense is going to not score as many points as we would like. Uh, but I do think in a game like this, there's still a chance that uh, the defense could either get some short fields or could um, maybe get a uh, some sort of score um, off Tyrod or special teams. So I'll go Titans minus 10. I did have in my notes, if you said Texans, I was going to have to check you into Texans slash Lions rehab, try and find a facility <laughs> uh, for Ben on them every week. But you've, uh, you've avoided it, so that's good. Uh, next game then. I'm interested to know your thoughts on this one. Uh, so Saints at Eagles. Uh, Eagles are favoured at home by two points. And I am in two different group chats that were absolutely shocked the Saints weren't favoured on the road. So as an Eagles fan slash NFL podcaster, what were your thoughts when you saw the spread? Did it sound about right or not really? To be honest, like, with looking at how the Saints have been since Simeon came back in and the Eagles yeah. coming off a pretty good road win last week... This yeah, doesn't shock me at all. It was that I expected the spread to be within one and a half, kind of either way. To be honest, I do think overall that I would say that the Saints are a better overall team than the Eagles. And Simeon has been okay, hasn't he? So yeah, far, yeah. obviously, he was good in the Bucks game, but then the two losses that have preceded it, he's been he's been okay. But they lost them both, and they're yeah, not really. It is a problem because they're not getting the yards on the ground either, especially last week. But Kamara wasn't there last week. I believe Alvin Kamara is going to play, isn't he, this week? Yeah, he's going to play. Uh, I'd always worry about him, obviously, with his slender body type. That even if he plays, you know what I mean? That they sometimes can. He'll play, but he, he won't play big snaps, and he'll play a lot of the snaps that are prototypical passing downs, won't he? I don't think he'll run down the middle very often on first down, in my opinion. I think that's what Ingram's there for now, um, to try and save Kamara's body a bit. But I agree with you, the Russian tack has killed it because the offensive line is so good and the defensive line is so good 
that if they can slow the game down and rush and kind of keep the ball and, and play well in the red zone, they win games. But they've not done that in the last two weeks. They've had to come back from behind, haven't they, and rely on Simeon. I think he threw it 30-odd times in one of the games, just in the second half. So that's my worry. Um, and obviously, interior Eagles defensive line has been great this season, hasn't it? Yeah, it really has. Both lines have been really good for the Eagles. Like, but the offensive line has really turned it up in the last month. The only worry is that, well, I mean, the Eagles are winless at home for a start. But I also would say that I'm not sure that the Eagles have beaten a good team yet. The best win of the season, obviously, was kind of last week against the Broncos. And that's the best that Eagles have looked as well. Not only just beating, but I wouldn't say that the Broncos were a good team. They're kind of middle of the road in the AFC. They had a great start. So I'm just not sure that the Eagles, can, who are winless at home, can come in and beat a good football team who have got a good defence. And I've got some, you know, if Kamara plays and he's healthy, they've kind of probably got the best player on the field there. So, yeah, ah, it's, a, it's a real tough one. This, this is the toughest game of the week because obviously in my head, I'm thinking the Eagles don't really want to fall to four and seven. It's still possible somehow to make the NFC playoffs <laughs> at four and seven, but it it's is. not ideal. I'm going to, just for the pod, I'm going to go. Saints plus two. Yeah, same as me. I've, I've lent Saints plus two as well. Um, I think for me, what you said, Saints defense is a lot better than people think. So I've kind of leaned towards their defense, really. I'm going to go Saints plus two. I think Jane Hurt's been better than people think, though, actually, the last few weeks, to be fair. Yeah, absolutely, you- yeah. I know you watch him more than me, um, but everything I see is the, especially, it's not, I know the Chiefs defense was worse back then, but it's almost since the Chiefs game, I know he's had a couple of dud games, but there's been much more progress in the passing attack and they're not having to run him as much as they were. And then when they need to run him, he's incredible, isn't he, on the ground? He always has been. So I think he's been pretty good, but I'm going to lean the Saints in a close game. I think this could be a field goal game either way, to be honest. I think they're they're quite evenly matched with when Simeon's the quarterback, I think. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that, definitely. Um, cool. What do you think the spread would be, by the way? Last question, if it was Jameis, do you think it would be Saints favoured? Yeah, I'd think so. I'd probably go maybe 1.5 or maybe 2 the other way. Yeah, probably, yeah. I think Jameis was having a good season relatively as well. Um, cool, let's go to the 9 o'clock games then. Um, again, the NFL decided to do the whole nine six 6pm games, <laughs> 3 9 o'clock games for us. Uh, so first one then Bengals at Raiders these teams are the seventh I think the eighth and ninth seed currently in the AFC so they both really need to win um, both in a bit of a poor run of form compared to the start of the season when they were absolutely flying uh, Bengals are favoured on the road though by one and a half at the Raiders um, which did surprise me a little bit to be honest I thought the Raiders would be favoured by one and a half uh, do you think this is just because the Chiefs beat them by so many points and the Bengals had a bye week so people have forgotten how the Bengals have looked the last few weeks? Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one, isn't it? It's if that Chiefs game didn't exist, then I just think this this kind of swings the other way. Maybe it's such an important game, this, isn't it? It's kind of like you're not dead and buried if you lose this game, but oh mate, I, I really don't know which way to go <laughs> because the Bengals have not looked good, kind of at all, have they? In the no, I know they got. I mean, they got whooped by the Browns. That division has been very strange, where the Bengals whooped the Ravens, and then that happened to the Browns, and then the Browns have beat the 
the Bengals badly. So that I can forgive sometimes into division strength yeah. results. Now the week before they got beat by the Jets, <laughs> thirty-four <laughs> points. So that tells me that. I really don't know about the Bengals at the moment. I, I'm going to have yeah. to go the Raiders, mate. Even though the Raiders' nice. rushing attack is expensive and <laughs> good as it, it, no, it's not. it is not being good. I mean, Kenyon Drake and Josh Jacobs were, I think, combined for 32 yards against the Chiefs, which is very expensive. Yeah, I don't know who's worse, Miles Sanders or Josh Jacobs. They seem to be uh, two players that I ended up picking in half my fantasy leagues and uh, both of them actually killed me with my RB2 but um, but yeah I'm going to go Bengals minus one and a half uh, just because of my belief in the passing attack with Joe Burrow Jamar Chase uh, I think both defences looked better at the start of the season I think now they've been fanned out a little bit I do think the talent especially at the cornerback position is really showing on both teams uh, and I'm just going to go the opposite really and just say right I think it's going to be a lot of points it's going to be quite tight down the fourth quarter. So I'll go with Joe Burrow uh, after a bye to, to win a tight game. Uh, and hopefully Jamar Chase can have another 100-yard day. So uh, I think that's our third difference there. Nice, nice. I, I, I would like to see the Bengals win this game, to be honest with you. I would, I would really yeah. like them. You picked them for the playoffs, didn't you, last week? I would really, really like them to uh, make a push and not fall away. Yeah, I think they need a game like this if uh, my playoff prediction to come true. So I guess I'm kind of doubling down. Doubling down there on them. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Joe Burrow, um, I think he's got the most interceptions from a clean pocket in the NFL. Him and Justin Herbert. So no pressure at all. Seven interceptions each from a clean pocket. So that's what needs to improve for me. I think he needs to cut those down because he was not doing that in LSU and he wasn't doing that last year. Bearing in mind, he doesn't have many clean pockets for the Bengals. <laughs> so when he has one, he needs to take advantage. So I'm hoping that he can improve after the bye. Uh, next game then, we're going to go another divisional game. Cardinals at Seahawks. Um, Hopkins didn't practice. Rodney Hudson didn't practice, actually. Justin Pugh didn't practice. Uh, but Kyler Murray did practice. So it did look like Kyler Murray is leaning towards playing. I know they said that last week. And he didn't, but uh, this week he's practiced more already than he did the week before. So he's probably going to play, which means the Cardinals are favoured by two. The line is still two uh, since the Murray news came out. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one? Because uh, the Cardinals are pretty beat up overall, with JJ Watt missing, obviously, as well. Yeah, so the beat up overall, I think Murray looks like he's probably going to play this week, probably because they need him to. And then it yeah. flips the other way for me is... The Seahawks surely can't be as bad on offense again this week <laughs> as they were against the Packers. I know the Packers have a good D, don't they? But it's they were bad. I wouldn't expect any Russell Wilson team to get shut out. So, no. yeah, with Kyler missing his weapon, if he's up to like 85% upwards plus fit, I would take the Cardinals definitely. But I'm just not sure whether they need to rush him, whether they are rushing him back. Well, obviously, they, they want the buy, don't they? You want the buy badly, I think. Yeah, especially with all those injuries. Um, yeah, I put, I've put picked Seahawks plus two, so you know where my thoughts are. Uh, similar line of thinking, really, with the idea they can't be as bad as last week. Uh, Wilson should improve. I know the weather was pretty bad, and he had a couple of bad drops last week, but... Um, he wasn't quite right. He didn't look healthy enough. But I think another week he's, he's practiced well all week, so I think he'll be he'll be better. Um, the defense, the Seahawks, not as bad as I thought it was going to be, but it's still not great. 
Um, so I think I'm just going to lean Seahawks plus two just because of the points. I think it'll be a very close game. If the Cardinals were fully healthy, I think I'd be picking the cards. But with the injuries, I'm going to go Seahawks plus two. Nice. I am going to go Arizona. I just think all round, um, better football team, even with the injuries. And if Murray doesn't play, then I'll be absolutely furious. This <laughs> is <laughs> definitely not going to cover without Kyler. So it's all on yeah. It's all on you, Kyler. We said that the other week and Colt McCoy scored 30-odd points. So. Yeah, that is very true. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, last game then, the 9pm slate. Game of the week for me, because um, I'm not a uh, an NFC North fanatic like Patrick. Uh, <laughs> Cowboys at Chiefs. My favourite team versus Patrick's most hated team. Uh, Chiefs at home, favoured by two and a half. It was two. It's gone up to two and a half, so people are betting the Chiefs. Um, the line before the season was like four and a half, I believe. Uh, which I think is probably fair that it's down to down to two and a half with the way both teams are played. Cowboys are, are similar to the Ravens actually. They've had a couple of stinkers on offense, but in the other weeks they've looked absolutely incredible. Um, Chiefs coming off that huge Raiders win. Obviously Raiders defense didn't play as much too high as other teams. They played a lot of cover three, a lot of uh, one high looks. So there's an argument to say that the Chiefs offense may look worse if the Cowboys do do too high. They don't normally play too high, but they might play too high against the Chiefs. So when you saw this line as a Cowboys hater, but a uh, realist on Chiefs, what were your thoughts? I thought it was going to be this line. But the, the thing that gets me is I've seen all week that obviously the Chiefs have been poor against man coverage and the Cowboys. Amari uh, Cooper has kind of been one of the best receivers in the league against man coverage and in getting separation. So it, and then you're adding C.D. Lamb to that mix has got me kind of ponderous because all week I've been thinking it's got to be Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are kind of rounding into form. I've been, and I've been seeing, I'm sure you've seen the same post that in the, the Super Bowl winning season, the Chiefs were also six and four in this yeah. week. And it, well, I don't care about that. Right. <laughs> the the Chiefs are not as good this season as they were that year, but I do like them to beat the Cowboys. I'm I'm not hundred percent convinced that the Cowboys can come in to somewhere hostile like Kansas City. It's going to be noisy and perform after because they they have had a couple of clunkers. Yeah, they have. Yeah. It's a great game, this. It is a really, really good game. But I would say is when the Chiefs played another elite NFC team, the Packers, if the Chiefs score 13 points this week, they will not win. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good uh, summary, I think. (laughs) Yeah, they they will not win. So I think the offence, it was obviously much better last week against the Raiders, wasn't it? Kind of blew blew them away in the fourth quarter. But yeah, I'm going to go Chiefs, but... This is a great game. I think it's interesting for me that this, for me, is going to kind of tell me a little bit more about the Cowboys' title hopes because obviously they're going to be a high seed anyway in the playoffs. But can they come in here and beat a true kind of elite team? I'm not sure because they don't have one on their resume so far this season. So nice. I thought you get, I thought you were going to go Cowboys there, even though you hate them. I thought you were going to go Cowboys, but I'm going obviously going Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs as well, but no one needs to. Everyone knows that already who listens to the pod. Uh, do you know, we've picked the Chiefs every week, 11 weeks, both of us. Really? Which is, uh, 
yeah, the only team we've both picked every single week to win. Um, so they got still got a lot of respect from us from the last two seasons, but I don't know about <laughs> don't know about this season. Um, but yeah, no, Patrick Mahomes was a Cowboys fan as a kid, so I think that's quite fun. Uh, he seems to get himself up for all the huge games, so I think he's going to be pretty good this week. Uh, the Chiefs' defense has got way better. Melvin Ingram, uh, we trade that we spoke about actually, we both liked. He's proven that trade was good. He's been so good for the Chiefs. Um, but I do think the Cowboys will score more points than some people who like the Chiefs stink. If that makes sense. I think the defense has improved and maybe a month ago, they would have conceded 34, uh, 37, 40, 40 points to the Cowboys. I still think they'll concede 27 plus. I think Mahomes has to score 30 points probably to try and win the game. I think he can. Um, and I already know just because of, I've watched him and Andy for so long now that, uh, they're going to be targeting Diggs all the time because he wants to intercept every pass. Uh, and everyone's logic would be go away from him, but I already know they're going to send Tyreek Hill at him the whole game to try and uh, get him to, to miss on some coverage. But we'll see. It'd be nice to see if Josh Gordon can get more involved this week. I think that could be uh, could be key for the Chiefs. So I'll go Chiefs minus two and a half. I think it'd be very, very close. Wouldn't shock me if it was a field goal or a touchdown either way this game. Um, but yeah, we'll see. The weather might not be great. That could be the only... Uh, the only factor. The under-over, by the way, highest of the week, 56.5. Would we go in under or over? Um, I'd, I'd love to go over. I'd love to see kind <laughs> of a shootout. But, Rams, yeah. A Rams-Chiefs rematch from that Monday night game. Oh, <laughs> God, yeah. I absolutely hated that. I was like, where's the defence? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't play any defence that season, mate, anyway. But, um, yeah, that, that was, a, that was a, a fun one. By the way, going back to your 6-4 and four Chiefs stat, um, that season they won the Super Bowl, they got beat by the Titans. Then they went six and four, then they won the Super Bowl. So it's exactly the same uh, scenario. So I hope the end part happens again. But <laughs> we'll see. Uh, cool. Let's go on to the primetime games then. Sunday night football. Um, odd, slightly odd spread actually here. It was a very tricky one. I wanted it to be a bit higher or a bit lower so I could make an easy decision. But the spread is Steelers. Sorry, Steelers at Chargers. Chargers minus 5.5. Um, I'm in two different leagues and I picked Steelers plus 5.5 and one and Chargers minus five in, in another one because uh, they're in different countries. But um, what are your thoughts? Because I honestly thought this game would be a little bit closer in the spread. Yeah, same here. That's actually shocked me. It, it, I'm just having a look now about Big Ben. They're not sure, are they? No, apparently they're building a game plan around Mason Rudolph, which I think, oh, God. I think, that, I think that should involve the word punt. That's your game plan. Um, and they say, and they hope that Big Ben can can still play, but they're going to build the game plan around Rudolph. So I don't know what that fully means. I expect Rudolph to play, if I'm honest. Ben needs two negative tests, doesn't he? There's been no word if he's even had one yet. Um, so, yeah, I, I would guess it's Rudolph, which is why the spread is like it is. But if Big Ben comes out like Robocop and ends up playing, uh, <laughs> maybe uh, things can be different. But Chargers offense not been great. Last four weeks, Chargers' defense not been great all season. Uh, Steelers' offense looked disgusting last week, so I don't really know what to make of it, to be honest. No, that is a terrible, terrible spread. I, I, I hadn't noticed when you sent them to me before. I hadn't really noticed this one. This is horrible. With If Big Ben was there, I would go Steelers. I just don't know whether I trust the Chargers at the moment. I think this is a little bit overrated, and I think people are kind of the media's kind of coming round to them now. I don't think Herbert has quite been the superstar that they was expecting in the second year, like you said about the clean pocket interceptions. Uh, I just hate Mason Rudolph. 
You know, <laughs> you know, I actually, the last college football game I ever watched uh, live, he was the quarterback for Oklahoma State. So, did he win? Uh, he did not. They got blown away by Olmos. <laughs> Chad Kelly was like a quarterback as well. So. That sounds like Mason Rudolph. <laughs> so just on that, I'm going to go. <laughs> Chargers minus 5.5. I don't like the spread, but if Rudolph's quarterback, I just can't see it happening. Yeah, same here. Uh, I think Herbert's been relatively good. I think it's the OC, the offensive coordinator there, um, coming over from the Saints, Lombardi, that's, that's caused the problems on the offense. I still think Herbert's been good, and he's against Mason Rudolph, so I think a touchdown is is right. I think if Big Ben does play, like it does change on the day, Obviously, we can't change our picks, but if you're a better, I think if you can still get five and a half, I, I would tempt five and a half with the Steelers. I know TJ Watts also got an injury. He might not play, but uh, if they both end up playing, you're getting good odds at five and a half. But I think at the moment, you have to pick the Chargers, I think, for this uh, this exercise. Uh, last game then, Monday Night Football, Giants at Bucks. Uh, Bucks favoured by 10. This is obviously Monday Night Football, so there's going to be a Manning cast. So Eli is going to get to see the Giants again uh, and also see Brady, which is quite fun. Uh, this game was a bit closer to the last season than everyone thought. The spread was 10 again last year, and the Giants did cover. But this is obviously on the road. Brady coming off a bad week. Uh, apparently, Gronk and JPP are also scheduled to play after missing a couple of games. So, yeah, 10 points, not the best spread, but it's probably about right, isn't it, I think? Yeah, it's about right. I wouldn't want it to be any more, to be honest with you. Because they've, they've had two really bad losses in a row, the Bucks, haven't they? Yeah. Which means it's prime time. This, Brady doesn't take many in a row during his career. And when it's prime time, when it's a bad team coming up, you usually know what's going to come, don't you? Yeah. Kind of like the yeah. Bears game that was uh, the last win that they got. But the Giants have been relatively frisky recently. Being the beat the Raiders, beat the Panthers. Real close game against the Chiefs. That was only two weeks ago, two or three weeks. So I'm going to go the Giants in this. Just to oh. come, come on, go the Giants. The G, the G men, yeah. Daniel Jones. I like that. Kadarius Tony and Golladay set to play as well, which is good. They need they need their weapons for Daniel Jones, don't they? Because they've got a relatively good wide receiver core, but they just seem to be always injured this season. So it's nice for them to get a couple of them back. Um, back this week, yeah. I'm going to go Bucks minus ten. I wanted to go Giants, but I think being a competition as well helps that so you've got Giants that <laughs> mix it up and go Bucks. Uh, I do agree with you that Bray doesn't tend to to have too many stinkers in a row, so I do think he'll bounce back. I think it's all about the start of the game. If the Giants come out hot and they can start and they can get a lead or, or stay close, it'll be good, like similar to the Chiefs. But if they come out and let the Bucks score two TDs in the first quarter, then I think they'll just be blown away. So I think it's going to very much depend on how, on how both teams start. But I'll take Brady with the minus 10 and hope that they can go uh, nuclear and score some TDs. Um, by the way, Antonio Brown, weird vaccination story this week. So we'll follow that next week to see <laughs> see, see what comes of that. But uh, it's never boring following Tom Brady and Antonio Brown's uh, history together, is it? No, it is not. <laughs> cool. All right, well, that's the difference then. So for the week, we have five different picks. So I've gone Lions plus 10.5. You've gone Browns minus 10.5. It's always the Lions that we, uh, we disagree on. <laughs> Uh, I've gone Packers minus one and a half. You've gone Vikings plus one and a half. I've gone Bengals minus one and a half. You've gone Raiders plus one and a half. I've gone Seahawks plus two. You've gone Cards minus two. And then I've gone Bucks minus 10. You've gone Giants plus 10. 
Uh, I got a sneaky feeling those Lions and Giants games could be the ones we're both kicking ourselves with uh, in the <laughs> next week. But yeah, I think so. We shall see. Current scores on the doors is eighty to seventy for me. So Patrick needs a uh, a big bounce back week. And then next week we've got Thanksgiving games. Um, Patrick, you're not on the pod next week, are you? Because uh, work is so busy around that period. So you're going to miss those two. I got Josh from Full Ten Yards to come in and stand in. Um, we're going to put the podcast out a little bit earlier next week so we can get the Thanksgiving picks in before Thursday. So we're probably going to release on Monday and Wednesday. Uh, and then hopefully you'll be back the week after. Is that right? I will indeed. Chain to my desk next week. <laughs> well, hopefully you can um, put some more podcasts on to help you with your picks for the week after. <laughs> Chain to your desk. We shall see. Uh, but yeah, remember to go follow us, everyone, at go for 2 Podcasts. Follow Patrick at, at Mugs NFL as well. Uh, this weekend, we'll still have the fantasy pod with Tyler that come out probably Sunday morning. And then me and Josh, like I said, in full 10 yards, be with you uh, Monday evening. So, yeah, enjoy the weekend, everyone. And we will speak to you soon. Uh, speak to you soon.